Eagles Entertainment. Welcome, Eagles, everywhere to the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro with you. Slow news days as we kind of get ready for training camp here. I hope you're thinking about it. It's mid-June. Lazy days of spring, beautiful weather. Everybody's excited about summer. And I think training camp ahead, I mean, I hope everybody's excited. The other day I was at um, the stadium, Lincoln Financial Field. They had a little gathering for the fans from season ticket members who came by for a barbecue. It's nice to see everybody, see everybody at the stadium. We do expect full capacity. At least we're hoping for that this year. We're going to talk about the left tackle situation in just a bit. Um, because guess what? It's been interesting. You know, We've kind of taken it for granted over the years, right? It was Trey Thomas, first-round draft pick back in the 1990s. He manned the position through 2008, and then it was a trade for Jason Peters, and, well, he was just an all-pro just about every year through 2019. Last year, it wasn't quite as pretty a picture at the left tackle situation. So we'll get into that with an interview Jordan Malata and with Andre Dillard, the team's first-round draft pick from 2019. Let's also get you updated on some roster moves the Eagles made this week in the last week here. Michael Walker, a wide receiver from Jacksonville, comes in to add some depth. Injured last year, he had two catches for the Jags in 2019. Richard Rodgers comes back. Does he ever leave? He comes back to a tight end picture that is still not exactly clear. Zach Ertz, will he be an Eagle in 2021? We don't know that answer. We know Dallas Goddard is here final year of his rookie contract but Richard Rodgers last season really played well and you know at times was quite a good receiver for the Eagles right against you know the Cleveland Browns he had two catches 48 yards and a touchdown against Seattle three catches 53 yards and this touchdown late in that game that goes Wentz one more time he is firing it high and into the end zone and it is Batted around and caught for a touchdown. A Hail Mary with 12 seconds left. It was batted around, but the big butt is 12 seconds left. So it's only cosmetic. Earlier in the season, you remember that comeback game against the Giants, that Thursday night game? Rodgers, six catches, 85 yards. So, yeah, he's done a good job. He's a solid veteran. And he's a good addition. Eagles, again, one-year deals. And then they also bring in Nick Mullins, who has played pretty good quarterback for the 49ers. 19 games in his career, 16 starts, 25 touchdown passes, 22 interceptions. Of course, the Eagles saw him last year. We remember it, Alex Singleton making maybe the defensive play of the season. In his pattern, first and 10, San Francisco at the 25. Back goes Mullins. He pumps. It's intercepted. It's intercepted down the far sideline and in for an Eagles touchdown. It is Singleton. Alex Singleton intercepts it and the Eagles break it open. But Mullins comes in and joins a quarterback room that features Jalen Hurts, Joe Flacco. Flacco is here on a one year deal. Mullins is here on a one year deal. Again, All of this offseason, the Eagles dealing with one-year contracts in free agency simply because they just don't have the cap room to do long-term deals. So good strategy there, good addition, solid veterans. 
And we'll see what the Eagles do the rest of the way as they continue to address the roster. Okay, let's get on to the left tackle position. And again, we have taken it for granted, haven't we? We've been lucky with Trey and with Jason. And now who? Who steps forward? Well, it could be Andre Dillard. The 2019 number one draft pick last year missed the season with a biceps injury. And we talked a week ago or so, and he is ready to go in 2021, says you're going to see a new Andre Dillard. He is ready to claim that left tackle job. He wants to be a starter, and he wants to be a star. Here's Andre Dillard one-on-one. Philadelphia Eagles 2019 number one draft pick Andre Dillard joins me here. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. Hi, Andre. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. I, how does it feel to be back on the field? I know you talked to reporters um, and you talked about how much you missed the game. Just being out there with the guys. Explain the feeling. Uh, every time somebody asks me, I just think I feel free as a bird out there, man. Just the most free I felt in months and months. I'm really happy to be back. You've explained that the game taken away from you really has changed your, I guess, your perspective and how much you missed the game. What was it like on game days in 2020? It was such a bizarre year anyway for all of us, but for you not having that competition, that that buzz, what was it like? It was really strange, honestly. I never thought that I would end up being, you know, on my couch <laughs> in certain weeks watching my my brothers play out there, but you know, it is what it is. And um, it just kind of, it really lit a, a different type of fire within me that I've never felt before because, you know, I've never had it taken away from me like that. I never thought I would. And it really put it into perspective for me, you know, never take the game for granted. And I realized how important it is to me. Andre, can an NFL player actually learn something watching a game on television? We all watch it. We hear the commentators. What about from your perspective? From my perspective, you know, the whole game, I would be watching the play. I'd be watching the tackles techniques. I'd be like, okay, that's this play. That's this play. And just kind of critiquing them or be like, oh, good, good block there. You know, I was just really into it. And I did learn some things about it and, you know, some things that could be improved that, you know, I've I've talked to some guys about. But... Yeah, it just, it's definitely different. It was a strange feeling. <laughs> I'd love to know when, when you found out about the arm injury and you found out the severity of it, uh, the physical part is one thing, but also the mental part. You've been preparing so many months for your second season. This was your chance. You, you were going to be penciled in as a starter. This was going to be a great moment for you. How did you handle it mentally? Um, handle like going into that second year handle the news that you were going to miss the entire season just like you know that that disappointment that you felt yeah it was a huge shock to me I didn't realize that you could miss six plus months from an arm injury and so I thought in my head when I got hurt I was like okay this is probably like a month or two maybe at max but then it was like you're out six months I was like oh my gosh you know it was just a huge shock for me and but in that moment when he said you're done six months, I was like, all right, 2021 starts now for me. And you spent time in the meeting rooms. You were out at practice. You were taking the mental reps. That stuff pays off? Immensely, yes, it does. I, I was out there, all the practices, you know, getting getting every single play, watching closely, just learning everything I can. I was even trying to st- take some steps before the, the, the trainer's 
came over and were like, hey, don't do not do that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, you know, a big learning year, and I think it really helped me a lot. Andre, uh, so many injuries on the offensive line last year, and now everybody is back. So just in general, in that room, not only are the starters back, you've got a bunch of guys who took a ton of reps, who've got a lot more experience. How good can this group be? The sky is the limit for these guys. I have the utmost confidence in every single one. Everybody's got their good traits. You know, I'm just really excited to see what, what comes of this year for everyone. How much did you miss the physical part? I, I know the body gets beat up during a football game, but I guess you also get kind of addicted to being physical. Um, you looking forward to hitting somebody when training camp starts in late July? You bet. <laughs> you bet. It, it's, you, I started to feel like antsy. You know, I couldn't do anything physical for a while. I couldn't touch any, like, hit anybody for a while. And it just, I kind of just felt twitchy. Not literally twitching, but just kind of, I wanted to get out there and do something. And so this has been good. Okay, so what do you do now between the end of the camp and you've got six weeks or so before training camp begins? What will your emphasis be? What will your focus be? Stay on the grind, man. Been hitting PRs, keep hitting PRs, work on my technique, work with coach, study. All of it. The weight room, has it been a significant gain for you just in total body strength? Yeah. You know, as soon as as soon as I got hurt, like maybe three, four weeks after I got hurt, I was already hitting, you know, squat PRs. I was trying to get in there as much as I could and work with the, the strength staff just to get me right. So how do you see left tackle, Andre? How do you see your situation heading into training camp? You know, I see it as a battle. Big fun battle with a big guy. You know, he's exceptional player you know he did a really good job filling in last year and so it only makes sense that there's some competition that comes with it you can't you know nothing is just given to you do you believe that final question uh, uh, Andre that that you and Jordan going at it will bring out the best in each other I believe it will we've already been bringing out you know the best of each other just leading up to right now just through this whole uh spring thing we're always pushing each other out on the field we're helping each other you know like hey do this on this play you know you could you could be a little more you know you know what I mean we're just always helping each other I love it so Andre Diller back on the field training camp starts July 27th when the players report can't wait to see you out there here at the Novacare Complex Andre Diller thanks so much and best of luck the rest of the way here can't wait to see you on the football field soon thanks can't wait Jordan Mailata has gone from a good story to a good player. Will he go to a great player? Well, everybody believes he's got these extraordinary athletic gifts. Incredible feet, power, 340 pounds, big man. He's gained some experience last year playing in his first regular season situation. I mean, he was really solid at left tackle, 10 starts, 15 games. We got a peek into the future of Jordan Mailata. He is not satisfied, though. He wants more, 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 and he understands that nothing will be given to him in 2021. Jordan Mailata, ready for another step forward. Jordan Mailata, Eagles offensive lineman. How are you? Dave Spadero with you. How you doing, man? I'm great, Spuzzy. How are you? Doing fine. Hey, I want to start with this. If you had to go back to Australia and address a group of kids who all wanted to become NFL players, who wanted to follow in your footsteps... How would you describe these years of, of preparing for the league and then the experiences that you've had in the NFL? So it's going to require a lot of hard work, a lot of focus and attention to detail, and a lot of sacrifice. Thick skin, 
Oh, yes. Yes, definitely have thick skin. Got to be able to be coachable and be and be and have some thick skin and also be willing to sacrifice. And and the thing that I really uh, when I hear you speak, Jordan, it's you, you've gained so much confidence in yourself as a football player. Where does that come from? Is that simply from getting experience on the field and 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 doing it the way Stout wants it done? It's everything, man. It's it's work. It's life. You know these things that are that everyday life that teach you things as well. You know, like paying rent. You know, those things teach you a bit of confidence. You got to grow up a little bit. And uh, you know, being here by myself, I kind of had to do that growing up in a, in a place that was very foreign to me, going to the culture, and then learning a whole new new sport. That was a big thing as well. So. All these things, gaining the confidence and just you know, being able to grow up in a different place kind of contribute to you know, my confidence. Do you think you've arrived as an NFL player? I barely. Haven't arrived yet at all. Still have much to prove. What do you have to prove? That I can be consistent and not just have a one-off year. Okay. When you looked back uh, and studied Jordan Mailata in 2020 and each play, break it down, what did you see? Oh, I cringed a lot. <laughs> I cringed a lot when I watched my own tape. Um, but more more because I was just like, mm, you know, I could have done that a lot more better. You know, it, we scored touchdowns and there are plays where, you know, it's not being too harsh on yourself, but it's being realistic. And that's what that's why I was cringing because I know that I could have done a, a much more better job even though the job was executed. I know I could have done a much more better job. Jordan, at your size, your athletic ability, are you of the belief that physically there's no question that you can play at a high level in this league? Yes. So does it come down to the mental part and the technique part? Is that kind of it's where you really want to... Yeah, yes. It's the men men mental part and technique. Okay. And so how do you get better at that when in the spring here you're not going in one-on-one -on -one against defensive linemen? You're basically doing it kind of in slow motion. Does that make you a better football player? Yeah, I mean, the, 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 this springtime during OTAs is great because that's where we can apply this mental and technique part of the uh, of the plays and, and and our position group. You know, these, this is a great time where we're not doing any contact against the, the defense, and this is a great time to just really go through the fundamentals. You know, Coach talks about mastering the fundamentals, and this is, this is the time period that we have to do it. Do you ever think back to your first preseason getting thrown out there on the field and kind of, if, as you look back, really having no idea at all what you were doing? Yeah, when I look back at the, my first you know, first year, rookie years, it's, it's incredible how far I've come. And I, you know, being, me being realistic, I understand that. I've come a long way. But at the same time, I just <laughs> look at the young buck that was there. And it was, it was you know, I was all over the place as a rookie. But I guess as the years went on, just gaining the experience, being around the, the guys talking football, my confidence, and, and, you know, just it grew as well. And then once I got into that field, the experience came in and I was able to, you know, feel into those shoes. It's interesting because, Jordan, you know, when you're around somebody like Jason Peters, for example, Pro Bowls, All Pro, uh, did he always have the mentality that he still had something to prove every day? Because you talk about this great progress you've made, and at the same time you say, I haven't done anything. Yeah, JP was always like that. He always would always tell me that I got to be hungry every day, and you know, a lot of people had a lot to say about JP, but I will never forget JP as my as my coach as well, not not only as my teammate and a friend, but a coach because he coached me up on a lot of things and not just football life as well, and making sure he was he was taking care of me and I listened to him.
Do you think you will ever be satisfied in the NFL, Jordan? If you make the next 10 Pro Bowls, will that be satisfying to you? I guess we'll have to talk and uh, let history you know, okay. carry on and see what happens. I like that. All right, so let's fast forward here. Training camp's going to start in just a little while, six weeks or so from now. Um, how do you see the left tackle position? It's a competition right now. Coaches made us, uh, made uh, Dylan and I, uh, Dylan and I aware of it, and so right now I think the both of us, or me, me especially, just focusing on my position, focusing on the details, trying to make sure that I'm competing uh, and giving everything I have because I owe it to Dylan. You know, Dylan owes it to me as well. We're going to compete, and that's what we're going to do. Iron sharpens iron, and hard work takes care of hard work, and. That, that's it. That's our mentality. I spoke to Dilly about it. You know, um, uh, we're, we're on the same. Uh, what will your focus be, um, Jordan, for the period of time leading up to training camp? Are there f parts of your body that you really want to make sure you get prepared correctly? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to try and get into peak physical shape um, and just be able to, to have that mobility still in, in, in the body parts because, you know, I think it's important to still have the length and stretching, being mobile, being flexible as well, being able to bend at the knees. So this is the part that we're all going to be working on, fine-tuning before camp. And then finally, Jordan, there is a basketball hoop in meeting rooms here. Oh, yeah. What is your skill level in the game of basketball, I wonder? How are you competing against the rest of this locker room? <laughs> I don't know, but I should film it. Dylan and I should have a, uh, uh, you know, a shoot-off and see who can win. Why not? Start yeah. the competition right there. I might have to. I might have to talk to Dylan about it. Let's have some fun. Jordan yeah. Mailata, thank you so much for joining me. Can't wait to see you on the field when training camp starts. Thanks, Spots. Appreciate it, bud. T take care, man. Yes, sir. That will do it for this episode of the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro with you. I want to thank Peter Kelly, Trevor Hayes, Ray Doyle for their work. Thank all of you for joining us each and every week as we uh, count down and get ready for training camp 2021 at the NovaCare Complex. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks to everybody for joining once again. Have yourselves a great Eagles day and fly, Eagles, fly. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! Welcome to Season 2 of Return Game, Birds, Boys, and Bad Blood, presented by NovaCare Rehabilitation. There's been no brotherly love between these two franchises. It's a rivalry that started when the Eagles were world champions. And it spanned decades with no signs of letting up. The minute the schedule came out, the Dallas Cowboys were circled on the schedule. They were our target. Sure, this might be the city of brotherly love, but there is no love lost when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. Some fans can't even utter the name of this bitter adversary. America's team. So how did we get here? The Philly crowd was tough. This season, we take you from the hit that started it all. The first thing you saw was Timmy getting up off the ground with blood streaming out of his mouth and his helmet off. To the rise of the Cowboys under Tom Landry. Everybody hated us. Everybody wanted to beat us. They really do hate us, don't they? To Dick Vermeil in the illustrious NFC Championship triumph. To Buddy Ball, the Bounty Bowl, and fourth and one. Here we go, fourth down. They give it to Smith and they stop him again! They stop him again! It's Groundhog Day! It's Groundhog Day! They did it again! And the pickle juice game. And the return of T.O. And 44-6. And we could go on and on. And we do. You'll hear all of these stories firsthand from the legends who live them. A true all-pro roster of Eagles greats spanning the decades, including Ron Jaworski, Harold Carmichael, Mike Quick, Seth Joyner, 
Clyde Simmons, Troy Vincent, Bobby Taylor, Brian Westbrook, Jeremiah Trotter, Connor Barwin, Brent Selleck, and many more. It's the beloved heroes, the load villains, and the iconic moments that make this one of the greatest rivalries in the game today. And for Eagles fans, the one that matters most. It didn't take long to figure out that Philadelphia Eagles fans hated the Dallas Cowboys. When it comes to the birds and boys, you think you know the whole story. But there's more, so much more, and we're about to uncover it all. Return game, birds, boys, and bad blood. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts.